Dude, mm-hmm. how's the office been, Spence? How we doing over there? How's the office like? We're, we're, we're busy. Um, I bet it's getting cold. It is. I, I woke up this morning. It was like, that's chilly. Uh, that's crazy. Cold front just hit Dallas or was hitting it, so it's down to like 40s, 30s tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so that'll be fun. The uh, can't see it, but Spencer's got a really nice poncho on. I'm kind of jealous. Oh, yeah. It's true. That's right, a sweet poncho. This, yeah. With Geo, actually, I bought no this way. in San Diego. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, I went down for a Dodger game. I think I think it was actually just us. And that's the uh, truth. So that's I wanted to get one of these, like a actual authentic one from like a beach front store uh, before I before I moved. So. That's true. Yeah, no, dude, it's handmade. like wearing a blanket, man. It's amazing. Handmade. Handmade. Yeah. He it bought really it from handmade? the woman that made it. He bought that's it. Crazy. Right from her hands. Beautiful, Spence. Beautiful. As she was weaving it, I was like, actually, I'll just take it now. It, yeah. it looks pretty good. <laughs> it looks good enough. It's actually not fit. Yeah. The whole back is open, but it's fine. Part of the style. It's Part like a style. it's like, it's like a hospital gown. <laughs> yeah, you gotta let my let my ass breathe a little bit. Yeah, you let know? breathe. Come on. Yeah, let breathe. Get a little air back there. A little filtration. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what the. The short, sweet, dirty bond Bosnian American was thinking as you bought it from her hands. <laughs> Bosnian, oh my god, Shout out Bosnia. Good people over there. Hey, is it a country? Is it still a country? I think it. That's oh, shit. I don't know. know. Some, some political. What's strife. our What's our analytics look like in uh, Bosnia? In Bosnia, it's pretty good. <laughs> we got any viewers? What numbers? What numbers above average. over there? Above average. <laughs> there we go. Above average. It would be really funny if the podcast, like, took off in, like, a foreign country. You know what I mean? Like, what if oh, we were really big in Romania? Dude, that would be so cool. It'd be that really, would be it'd be really I mean, funny. I, I feel like it'd be the best the best case scenario. You know what I mean? Like, if you're famous in, like, you know, Romania or, uh, so or like, sick. Denmark. Like, that'd be sick. That'd be so They'd, like, ask us to come over and do, like, live shows. Yeah. But yeah. only there. Oh. Only there. <laughs> We're nobodies in America. Like, nobody cares. That's but what I'm saying. Romania, Wouldn't that be great? It's just a nobody. It. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to deal uh, with, I, like, the, the life, but then you could go over there and live the life. I would not deal with all the celebrity. celebrity that, that's uh, actually in Aaron's mind, is that th- this can get big enough. Even, the, <laughs> all right, even, even when podcasts are huge... Those podcasters are not like walking down the streets getting mobbed. Joe Rogan is. They're... No shit. <laughs> he's getting like he's getting like the he, he's not getting mobbed. He's getting like the the slow jog. Like hey oh hey uh <laughs> yeah. I got a, yeah. a picture. Oh, I love your podcast. Can I just get a picture? Okay, I'm sorry. He, yeah, he gets like, like the I think occasional photo. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. He probably he gets, gets uh, more recognized for yeah. like like Fear Factor and shit and UFC shit probably huh? Right. You know, for Fear Factor. I don't think yeah, anyone's recognized Fear Factor, dude. Dude, that's a good point. Chappelle show. Yeah. Dude, the Fear Factor cameo on Chappelle show was amazing. Great. I don't know if you've seen that one, Gio. Oh, man, that was so awesome. That's the most popular one of, from Chappelle show. Because I was like, um, that was Crackhead. That was his Crackhead character. Tyrone Biggums? I don't Tyrone know if it's the most popular one. I feel like yeah, the Rick James he's stuff is popular. the most popular. Rick James? Oh, okay. You don't think that's more popular? Okay, yeah. Uh, those are like his big three. Those like He's got a lot three. of hits. He's The man's yeah. got a lot of hits. I mean, it's like it's Prince, Rick James, yeah, Impressionations. Those are kind of his biggest. But then Tyrone Biggums, that's like right there. In, in terms of original characters playing. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> I have nothing we are to getting... add to this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, getting, we're getting some traction. I First of all, let me tell you guys about my day. 
yesterday oh, okay. slash okay. this morning and why I'm currently dead inside. Uh, <laughs> woke up at 4.30 in the morning. Uh, drive down to College Station, about a three-hour drive. Go to mm. a tailgate, and then go to the game, 11 a.m. start time. Get out of there around 3.30, another three hours back. Uh, then I host a Halloween party for my nice. friends out here, um, which I cleaned up some, but kind of see the carnage. Oh, yeah. A rager. Yeah, absolute rager. Easy <laughs> broken. <laughs> it looks like a normal house. Items on the floor. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, Nobody was betting. using coasters. It was a wild night. Nobody was using coasters, though. No, <laughs> nobody took their shoes off. You see the residue <laughs> on the walls. Look, all I'm saying is I see a lot of Michelob Ultras in my in my line of view. That's, you know, that's crazy. You were drinking Michelob? No, I, I, st- I stuck to the, the seltzers. I'm not a... Uh, You're not a beer guy. I get it. I don't mind it. Like, if I'm having it with, like, a, you know, like a dinner, if I'm sitting down watching a yeah. game... Take a little beer. What, what's what's your go-to beer? Let me ask you. If you could choose any beer, like you're sitting down at a game, you, you just pop a beer into existence. What is it? There's two. Dos Equis with a lime. That's crazy. Blumen with an orange. One of those two. Okay, Blumen's acceptable. The Dos Equis is crazy. They're crazy. <laughs> Very confident with that. You're crazy, Spencer. They're crazy. All right. Fair. Fair. You're, you're insane. Geo, favorite anyway. beer? Favorite beer? Yeah. Um... Probably like Miller High Life or um, okay. the Champagne of Beers. The Champagne, champagne of Beers. beers. Yeah, I'm, it's working man, working man's beers. Yeah, right. yeah, respectable. Right. But uh, that one or um, I don't know. Damn, I guess that one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know. Fair, fair, fair. I don't know. Yeah, it's a decent choice. That's decent choice. I don't drink now though. That's true. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm just curious yeah. about the the historical He's favorite beer. Crippling addiction. He's a pure soul now. He's been yeah. saved. Yeah. 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 It, it can happen to all of us. <laughs> <laughs> One second, you're face down with a beautiful black man mm. in a bed. Mm. Just trashed. Mm. Staring down the the rim of a glorious asshole. Mm. Bender. Three weeks, no sleep, eating tortilla chips, no sauce, thinking, how did I get here? Where's my wife? Where's Miss Gibbons from third grade? Mm. Mm. And then you can convert. Then you, 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 then Jersey Shore. <laughs> to to uh, AA or uh, yeah AA one hundred and one. Mm-hmm. Oh jeez, good. To get... <laughs> let's, let's fucking talk about this 
fucking movie. I would love to talk about this movie. All right, so our movie today is Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence, a quote-unquote Christmas film. Yeah, it came crazy. out in the early 1980s. Uh, a war film is really what it is, starring David Bowie, Tom Conti, uh, amongst others. Uh, and I have so, so many thoughts on this movie. I have so many things I want to get off my chest. But first, I want to, I want to hear why Gio chose this movie. Please, I, I need to know your relationship with this film. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm missing something. Because I watched this and I was like... Why? I, that, I just asked myself over again. I was like, why? why? Why did he make me watch this? For Christmas. I thought it was pretty obvious. It's got uh, Christmas in the title, buddy. <laughs> uh, oh, are it, there only four Christmas movies? Ever? Um, National Lampoon's Christmas I Vacation. Mean, this. Slim Pickens for, for some good ones. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I, you didn't find one, just to be clear. This is not one of them. I think I did. I think I did. But uh, anyways, that's neither here nor there. Uh, Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence is a is a cornerstone holiday f- film, if, uh, if you ask me. It's a standard in the Vargas household. Is it really like honestly? Are you guys are you guys throwing this on like every Christmas? Every Christmas. What a, not since I was let let me ask you this: what 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 age what age do you show your kids this movie at Christmas? Out the womb. Easy. <laughs> it's the first one. Yeah, no yeah, question. This is, the first one. this is the first one. No question. You gotta let them know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they gotta learn about World what's War II. What's going point. on? It was the 1940s. What do you mean? Well, what's it's David going Bowie. On? I mean, that's first pretty off, relevant. First off, also not alive. They can learn English and Japanese at the same time. Boom. That's two birds, one stone. Phonetically two only, though. <laughs> yeah. You know, babies. You know they are. <laughs> You know how they are. They don't kids. The kids these days don't learn shit. You know, they just they just sit on their phones. You know, yeah, come on, hey, watching <laughs> Elmo. Watching they just Elmo. memorize. They don't learn. Yes, exactly. exactly, exactly. No, I don't know. You know, it's a it's a holiday film, man. You just gotta get in the spirits, get in the moods. I don't know. I I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you don't even know why you chose movie. this. It's a great movie. That's all. It's I mean, not. I love it. It's in my top uh, hundred. So this is you in your top hundred. Easily. 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 Oh, I wish that the audience could see Spencer's face right now. Making a face. He looks like um he looks like a like an old fish. No, he looks like Nick Swartzen and just go with it. <laughs> he's got like those as, I, like, as I should. <laughs> after that ridiculous of a statement, this is in your top one hundred. Easily. The only reason this should be in your top one hundred is if you've seen one hundred movies in your entire life. That's the only reason <laughs> this should ever be in anybody's top one hundred. Insanity. Yeah, you gotta remember, Spencer. This is the guy that has Cat in the Hat probably in his top 100 too. I I thought of that. Top 15. Oh. <laughs> Don't even need to go that long. Please tell me that's not true. Please I will. Fight. You want me to pull up my list? No. Where, I well, just we're not. Know where it's at. We're not doing this right now. We're not doing this right now. Yeah, okay, save it for, the, for another episode. For another we'll make day. fun of that bad choice in another podcast. Okay. Let's, Let's focus on this of, bad choice yeah. today. Uh, this was. You know, history remembers those who were right. That's all I'm saying. They won't remember you then. They're not going to remember you if you uh, think this is a good movie. That's crazy if you don't think they're going to remember Gio. That's wild. <laughs> for for right. specifically for these things. I, and, I, and I mostly <laughs> agree with you here, Spencer. Like, <laughs> let's hear it. Okay, okay fellas. Let's, let's hear it. What do you guys think okay. of the, the film? Spencer, I'll let you take it first. I'll, I'll come in with the alley-oop. 
Yeah, this movie was hot garbage. All right. First of all, I spent six dollars on this movie. Why? Because I bought it on. I rented it on Amazon for three dollars, fell asleep, and then had to buy it again a few days later because the rental period had expired. So <laughs> I, this was this was an investment. That's your in fault, this. Now make a yeah. more entertaining movie. All right. Don't make me fall asleep <laughs> during your movie. All right. Don't make me like I. I was trying to stay locked in because I was I was scribing this entire thing because of how bad it was. All right, from the get go, what was that? The music for the intro credits. It, it doesn't fit at all, and that happens throughout the film where they're just dropping the score in, and as its own musical piece, the score is good. Where they place it in this film is mind boggling. I do not understand why anybody would look at this and say, "Oh yeah, this fits here." That scene uh, in the prison cell between Conti and Bowie, where they're having this quiet heart-to-heart, and it's just blaring the <laughs> yeah. score over their dialogue. How do you defend that? That, that? There are so many basic filmmaking 101 errors in this film. And I don't even... Gio, I swear, I don't want to hear you say that's the style. If I hear you say that's the style, I'm going to start <laughs> flipping things over. Because that's not the style. It's just bad. It's just Bad. The editing in this movie was trash. It was shit. I will right? There's so many random cuts that made absolutely no sense, whether it be to another scene or when a character is like walking and then is on the ground in the next cut, but you don't see them go down. That happened multiple times. Horrible editing. Horrible editing. Horrible score placement. Uh, the David Bowie said in an interview that the director, to all the English actors, said, just do whatever it is you do. Gave them no direction other than just do whatever it is you do. And it shows in their performances. It truly does. They're just messing around out there. They have no idea what's going on, and it's terrible. Tom Conti is the only performance that is above average. Everybody else ranges from below average to mediocre. Nothing nothing else. That's all they're at. So across the board now, we are just bombing. Just horrible. I, I watched it, and the entire time I was like, I don't understand what Geo sees in this film. And in all honesty, I still don't understand what you see in this film, other than some weird personal connection to a super depressing movie that is not in any way a Christmas movie. They don't mention Christmas until 90 minutes in. 90 minutes in is when well, they No, they mention it Christmas. 60 minutes in. They, they mention it briefly at 60. So, uh, at 60 I, minutes. I heard it at 90. Even if it's 60, it's a 120-minute film. They're going to call that a Christmas movie? And then, and then, by the way, the 90-minute mark when they finally go, Merry, Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence, and then send him off. See about it. Did you hear that? <laughs> we keep on adding to the long list of Spencer being racist. <laughs> show. Jesus Christ. This has been a problem since the before I've been born. Jesus, man. Yeah, man. It's just, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Tom? Tom is the only good. Jeez, yikes, Spencer. Let's <laughs> calm down on the on the flippant racism. This is in the 1920s, okay? Please. All right. When they say Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence, and it, that, sh- that looks like the end of the movie, they're going to send him home. There's 30 minutes after that. 30 minutes after that. There's 30 minutes how do you, after that. How do you defend that? How do you defend that? Okay, but before Geo gets into the defense, I'll, I'll, I'll throw in some. Uh, I don't know how to say it, more more constructive criticism towards it and not blind fury. Um, really bad ADR, like just terrible ADR work. There, there's ways like when you think of uh, like crossing um, 
language barriers, right, with ADR work. Um, you know, uh, with the translators specifically, obviously they didn't speak English, actually, uh, when filming the movie. Um, I look at someone like Sergio Leone, you know, where they he was just like, fuck it. Like, just, you know, say whatever language you want, and we'll, we'll just dub over. Who cares? And, you know, I feel like they kind of went with that with this where it was like and whatever just we'll fucking fix whatever we need to later and they really just did a bad job like the audio just sounded terrible they obviously didn't they obviously just recorded it in a studio with no forethought of how actually to film it to make it sound like it was in the scene i know it's the the 1980s but i mean we have adr work at this point like come on i've seen plenty of movies in the 80s even the 70s that had like far better adr work than this uh the editing was bad um, I will say, uh, I, I cannot, I started like keeping a tally mark every time they faded to black. Cause that was just crazy. That was getting crazy. Like, like it, it happened. It's like I, I have, I have like, s- like seven tally marks and that's when I started it at like the second half of the movie. Like it, it was crazy. There, there was one point at the, like probably like the 70 to 80 minute mark where they faded to black, like at least four times in, in like a ten in ten minutes. Like it was crazy. They were doing one every two minutes. It was wild. Uh, the editing, yeah, it wasn't great. Uh, I don't think I'm as mad about the performances as Spencer. Um, I think a lot of the like the Japanese actors. I think they were all pretty great. I did I did read that quote as well, Spencer. Um, why you look? Why you give me that look? Don't give me that. Let me finish great. first. Let me finish. Okay, not great. great. They're good. Like they're, they're serviceable. Serviceable. Great compared to the English <laughs> fucking actors in this movie. But I mean, when you, when you're not uh, <laughs> you know directing the English actors, it's kind of hard for them to you know do anything because he was. I, I think the quote specifically was like, "Do whatever you people do," <laughs> which is one. That's a crazy quote. Um, but uh but yeah i mean i i I think the direction i i saw like i saw a glimpse of like oh i see what their director is going for with this movie uh and but i think overall the the technical aspects like really bogged it down for me uh i did not like the intro at all like the intro bleeding into the intro credits i was like did did i start the movie halfway through what is this scene I was so I, I I did not like that at all. Um, positives with the movie, I did I, I didn't mind David Bowie's performance. I liked the scene where they were they they go to shoot him and they all miss. That was fucking hysterical. That was great. That was a great scene. Um, Unbelievable. And also, I think I think Geo can attest to this. It 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 felt like someone watched an Alejandro Jodorowsky movie and was like, yeah, I could do that. And you could see like like hints of that every once in a while, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I think a no. lot of the technical aspects bog bog it down a lot, but I think there are some redeeming qualities with it. I don't think it's a good movie by any means, but I think there are redeeming qualities that we could talk about with it. All right. I mean, like, okay, everyone's got their own opinion. Agree to do disagree yep. or yep. whatever. Uh, I mean, Spence, uh It seems like there's more personal issues going on back there i mean falling asleep <laughs> having to buy it again after a bender you know going to a zach bryan concert right? <laughs> you're drinking a lot of you drink a lot of natural ice all right i get it all right you're popping the uppers popping the downers okay 
it, there's some personal issues going on there, and you know what? I we've we've talked about it off camera, and you know what? We'll keep it off camera because that's what Always that's what family camera. does. That's what family does. Well, off off, right? air. off the air, off the off air. The air. <laughs> exactly. That's we what don't family need to get does. Into your personal matters, Spencer. Yeah, okay. we don't we don't need to get into family business here. Yeah, okay. We can men talk about men can't have hobbies anymore. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, just being flippantly racist is a hobby, I think. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, anyway, that's just the, that's just another problem with Spencer right there. He just added to the list. <laughs> no, I mean, okay. Uh, I guess I don't know. Maybe we're just viewing it through a, a different lens. Um, but a, I mean, I I don't know what you guys had wrong or saw wrong with the score itself because that's literally generally agreed upon to be one of the best film scores of all time. Like not even just no me, way, no even way. though I appreciate no it, I no love way. it. But uh, it's generally. A, Agreed upon to be one of the best film scores of all time. Ryuichi Sakamoto, devastating score. Uh, yeah, it's blaring in it, but that's like what it's supposed to be. Oh, it's the style. It's the style. It, to be fair, Gio, my 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 one complaint with the score was more like mixing wise. I think the score was great. I I don't. I, I kind of saw what Spencer was talking about with like it not really fitting in certain scenes. Um. But but I think the score was good overall. I think that the audio mixing needed to be worked on a lot more. I think it needed mm. to be mastered a couple times before before we get get into the final product. But hell, you know. Uh huh. I think um, at least with the I guess like the music uh, quote not fitting. Um, I don't see that personally. I think I mean maybe it doesn't. It's not conventional for like the style. Yeah, there's like there's war movies is like a pretty broad genre and there's like certain i guess like i don't know stereotypes tropes whatever you want to call it there's like a certain cookie cutter way or like that a that a war film is shot or like that the music goes with blah blah what type of music and just because i don't know just because it's not that gen that like style or whatever like that general type i don't think it means that it isn't well paired i thought it was i thought it was great I thought it was fantastic i love that score I, I could bump that score like just in my car it's devastating at least for me but yeah i don't know um yeah i mean it is i guess it's a christmas film but it's like it's a war movie it's a prisoner of war movie it's a drama all that all the above i don't know i loved most things about it i think it shows it's a pretty beautiful film at least for me it shows like compassion um empathy just the plight of human just plight in a, in a war i guess a pow camp but yeah yeah i don't know i mean the performances did not bother me at all um really just did not at all yeah i i guess david bowie was the best for me uh david bowie and the guy that played um the translator i'm sorry i can't remember all the people's names but um uh yeah the, those two were probably the best uh performances uh, i actually even like wrote down a couple of spots where i like david bowie just kind of surprised me again but yeah, I don't know all the uh, Japanese actors. Uh, I thought they did they did well. Like uh, the actor that played Iwara, uh, Ryuichi Sakamoto, who also did the score. Yep. I thought he did great uh, for like what was yeah for what it was. I thought that he was able to like convey a lot of emotion and a lot of like inner turmoil or whatever through his face. And then uh, the guy that played Kitano, uh, I don't know his, don't know the actor's name, but. He, I thought he did he did well, and yeah, I think those were only two like main Japanese actors, anyways, other than like the guys in the courtroom. 
Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think it's a beautiful film. I think it's like really great. I love it. Damn near makes me cry. Um, I don't know. I had no issues with like the ADR. <laughs> I guess I had no issues with any of the things that you guys brought up. Personally, I don't know. Personally, maybe it's just different, but I don't know. That's I very really This is a really beautiful film to me. I think that I've I've watched a lot of I feel like Japanese movies are one of the the bigger genres that I've broken into, or like you know, films from other countries. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a big Akira Kurosawa yeah. fan. You know, obviously mm-hmm. like a lot of like anime movies and stuff like that. Um, I I don't know this 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 one just wasn't really hitting for me. Uh, with like the emotional beats, um, I don't know what it was. Um, especially like the the only like emotional scene that I really connected to was the, um, the stuff with, what's the guy's name? Uh, uh David Bowie's character, whatever his character's name mm-hmm. was. Um, when the flashback scenes with like the brother, like I thought that was a more oh, interesting movie, like in, in like a, in a vacuum than everything else that happened throughout the, their time being like prisoners of war. You know what I mean? Hmm. Uh, and, and I kind of like the ending. I like the resolution, you know, of uh, of those two characters, uh, Mr. Lawrence, and then what was the, that character's name? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I, don't, they, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what the character's name is. Yeah, yeah, what, what, whatever. That that end scene, was, was, I, I think that end scene was pretty good. I, I, liked, I liked the performances in that scene a lot from both the actors. Um, I, I like that he, like, casually learns English. I thought that was kind of funny. Um... Say like a little bit. I think they talk about it, right? Yeah, he said. He said I learned a little bit, and they have a full on conversation. I'm like, dude, you got you got it down pretty well. Like, shit. Um, but uh, but yeah, I I think that scene was pretty good. I like the the tying back together with that scene and the other scene where he says Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I I the, there was like one thematic thing that I liked. Um, was, like, the difference in ideology between, like, American soldiers, or not American, I guess British soldiers in this case, yeah. but, like, Western value soldiers versus, uh, like, Japanese soldiers at the time, where, you know, uh-huh. a, a Japanese soldier would way much prefer to, you know, die in battle by, like, fucking committing, what's that term, seppuku, right? Seppuku, where they yeah. Where they drive, like, the blade into their stomach and then fucking yeah. drive across. Like, they'd way prefer that over, you know... Uh, but but then like you see the British soldiers like no dude we want to fucking live like we want we want to go home at the end of this like yeah yeah it's that it's that clash of cultures right yeah it's exactly like, I mean, those, those are like a couple I guess like there's like a few through lines throughout the film I think that's like one of the main overtones it's just like the class of ideologies class of cultures yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think um, also it's important to note that like uh, even like the director or whatever like everyone has said that that's not how like Japanese soldiers actually are. I guess, like, how they actually, like, are in terms of, like, beating all the, like, how, like, they, um, how they, like, whatever, how they beat all the, all the prisoners, blah, blah, they aren't really yeah. like that, or, like, um, it's kind of, like, what is it, documented that it's, it wasn't like that, but, uh, regardless, like, the ideological differences, the, the, the barrier, the language barrier, yeah. I mean, that, that one guy kind of being, like, intermediary between the two, kind of both sides, like, the, the other British captain not really getting the um the japanese side and vice versa and all that i think that's like one of the main things that goes through the whole thing and like you said it, it ties with 
or those two scenes tie with that, uh, like the Merry Christmas, uh, Mr. Lawrence scenes, uh, both of those tie in. Because, I don't know, like, okay, one of the scenes, right, that shows this is that um, one where, again, I forgot the main character's name, but where he goes into that kind of shrine or temple, right, where Kitano is kneeling and praying and then Iwara is yeah. off to the side, and then he basically tells him that, like, we gotta kill you because someone's gotta die, uh, yeah. more or less. Just someone's gotta die. <laughs> like, someone's got and you can just, and I don't know, I remember that there's, like, a shot, I was gonna mention it to you, Aaron, but there's a shot right after that, right after he says it, but it's, like, during the scene after he finds out, and it's just above head, and you see the character, like, kneeling, and you, there's, like, no one around, or, like, it's, it, it's framed in a way where, like, no one else is in the frame and he's just like devastated he's just like he cannot fathom i guess like what's going on like imagine just like or even just like being in another country right uh, if it was just like one of us right being in another country maybe you do something like wrong that wouldn't be wrong where you're from but is wrong there say like you smoke weed in saudi arabia not saying that you yeah. would but then you get picked up and they're about it. they're saying like yeah we got to execute you uh, that's just what it is, and you in your mind know like this. There's nothing wrong with this, or like whatever, blah blah. And it's yeah, just hard it's just to, to fathom. Yeah, yeah, it's just like a, a cultural thing, and like uh, and then it was a different thing. But yeah, it just shows like the I don't know his like trying to deal with it, trying to wrap his mind around it, and then the first Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence scene where Kitano, his character, he's uh, kind of like frees them in it in their in their own way. Show yeah. a little bit of compassion, yeah. but then at the end, when it's like the sides are flipped, yeah, exactly. And now it's like he's on the other end, even though the character, like the the British character, he would want to do the same. He would want to, uh, he would want to free him. He's just not. He doesn't have that power. Yeah, he sadly, he wants to do this. He can't. He like he can't return the same favor. Yep. And it, it, that kind of adds a little bit to the emotional emotional depth. So now all he can do is just basically like, just all they can share is like compassion. Yeah, and respect in a certain way. Like that's, uh, I guess, one of the undertones. But, anyways, that aside, um, yeah, I don't know, Spence. Any, any more? There's more. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, let's talk about those flashback scenes. Okay. Right. The David Bowie flashback scenes with his brother. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was let's there another one? That. I don't. I know. mean, there was like a, there was like a nah. sequence. <laughs> I mean, yeah, not, it was uh, a long sequence. Yeah. Yeah, um, the cut to the church scene, again, another example of just a horrible cut that's not yeah. how you transition scenes. Um, yeah. The bully scene in the countryside. Mm-hmm. Stupid idea, stupid <laughs> execution. That that was, no, that was so dumb. I, I hated that. Uh, another weird thing going on, in that first bully scene, the brother is like two years older. Yeah, that for the was remaining weird. scenes, for the remaining scenes, that younger kid does not age, but then the older brother is now David Bowie. <laughs> that was pretty funny. I that mean, it's supposed to be flashback. I I thought. I mean, okay, regardless uh, framing or whatever, like um, structuring of the scene aside, it's meant to be just like a flashback. Like he's yeah. he's gonna be the just kind of like how they do in other movies, like. When you think back about, like, things that happen, you can't remember it. I mean, like, you don't see yourself how you looked then, necessarily. Like, you, you seeing see it, it how you look now. But he does. But he, but he does. In the introduction to the flashback structure, mm-hmm. it is the brother as he looked then. And yeah, then, without yeah, explanation, like, yeah. it becomes... 
without explanation, it becomes David Bowie. Uh-huh, that, so there, you know, a few years later, yeah, yeah, but it's not twenty years later. <laughs> no, I, I mean, mean it's I, just I, like, you know, it's like it's like the flashback versus like of being kids, and then flashback versus of like being in whatever. Well, like, and like if that's the idea of like, okay, now it's they were seeing David Bowie, and he's thinking like he's back in it, then maybe that's the idea. They executed the idea so poorly, so poorly. I mean, yeah. they, there was literally no indicator of that was where that was going. They tried to do both, and they failed at both. I kind of mm. see what you're saying, Spencer. I mean, it's like kind of kind of pick your poison at that point, right? Um, <clears throat> do Do you want it to be a more grounded viewing of the the these scenes that were taking place, or do we want to have David Bowie in the scene and just who cares if he's older? Like he's you know. Like may, maybe have him like you know a couple movies I mean, have done this like the 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 look into the lake so you see like the difference obviously that's a yeah. little more difficult but I oh, mean yeah, yeah. even if you just cut to David Bowie in the original scene that Spencer was talking about with the bullies and stuff on the countryside if you just leave that mm-hmm. as David Bowie it's fine that'd be that'd be funny too like having a bunch of kids beat up David Bowie how funny would that have been Yeah I mean I guess that's probably why they didn't do it I mean I, again this yeah. just I, I can't I don't know what they were really thinking uh, or what the director was really thinking but. I mean, I guess, like, with the kids one, yeah, it seems like, okay, they probably just didn't have him, or, like, that wasn't a thought because he has to get beat up, so, like, it just, I don't know, they just had a, a kid character, but I guess in the second one, David Bowie doesn't interact with, like, anyone except yeah. for his little brother, so he doesn't have to, like, I guess, conform to, like, a, a height thing or whatever, like, just, like, a physical barrier. Like, I don't know, man. It's just another example of, like, pretty basic things that are just missed. Like throughout the movie, so just not... like, you like see it that way. That's crazy because I thought it, I just think it's like overall. I mean, even those scenes, like I thought it was like pretty beautiful. I thought like the whole thing with his little brother, <clears throat> especially how they bring it back, uh, like towards the end of the film where he says like, oh, you know, uh, these flowers like bloom every like five years or whatever, and like you know, yeah. uh, uh, David Bowie's character says that line. Uh, for let me, I think I wrote it down. Let's see. I like I'll be back before it flowers again. You know, cross my heart. Blah blah. Like he's clearly you know, has, like, feelings about, or, like, regrets about how he, like, uh, what happened to his little brother and, like, kind of, like, how that changed him. And then, basically, yeah. like, his whole life after that was kind of, like, running from that or, like, even almost trying to correct it without actually correcting it or without actually, like, you know, um, talking with them or whatever. Like, I thought, um, I don't know, like, the way that that rounds out. And I remember, like, the first time seeing it, like, I, I wasn't really a fan of those flashback sequences except for, like, the last one. But over time, like, I just really see... I don't know how, like, really just, I don't know, like, it makes me sad, like, it makes me fucking, like, depressed, like, it's like, oh, shit, like, I really, I really, like, connect with that, not that, like, I've done that, but, like, you know, it's just, like, I really see uh, David Bowie's, like, pain or whatever, like, the whole thing that happened, like, the tragedy with his brother, blah, blah, and just, like, really connect uh, empathetically with them, I don't know, like, I don't know, none of the, none of, like, the technical aspects, I guess I've never, like, noticed them, uh, but... I don't know, like, they don't really affect my viewing uh, necessarily as much. Uh, like, even, like, the fades, like, even how, like, th- things transition, like, I don't know, I never, I never, like, took note of that, honestly. Like, I'm not, even, like, not even as a I just really, like, it was just personally, like, I never took note of that, at least with this film, specifically. Like, it That's fair. changes, like, I'm, you know, very hypocritical here. Like, other movies, I definitely, like, I'll notice it more. Or, like, I'll, you know, blah, blah, But at least with this one, I never, like, I don't know, it never even was, like, a thought. No, that's definitely fair. I mean, it, it it really depends on, you know, the movie and your enjoyment of it. 
you know, especially like a historical movie that you've watched like a lot of times, you know, obviously you're going to, you're going to notice different things that people don't. It, and it sounds like Geo, you've watched this, you know, uh, you know, at least a handful of times. Um, and me and Spencer have obviously only seen it once, but I think that us having watched it right now without the context of yours, I think that we're, we're, we're just picking up on, uh, I don't know, picking up on different things that don't that affect our viewing because it's our first time watching it but don't necessarily affect yours and that's okay too you know mm-hmm. like there, there's there's a lot of movies that i personally really like that are you know not technically very good but i like them a lot you know yeah yeah that's fair yeah. all right, mm-hmm. all right um since, since you brought this up earlier geo um i got the uh shall we get into the slap shot I think we shall. Do it. Beautiful. Okay. Uh, so I say I, I I had the forethought to send you guys a picture of it so we can all know oh, what we're talking about. Dang, no way. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, look, look, at look at me. Okay. Look at, look at this guy. So you can see my my two uh, my two road uh, beers in the picture as well under the TV. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. But anyway, um, I think that one of my favorite aspects about this movie was definitely like the cultural divide and those like themes throughout the movie, and I think this shot really represents it. You know, where it's um, it's the the character that eventually releases or like gives more freedom to the uh, the British soldiers. In the middle, he's praying at his little, like, at the little altar thing. Mm. And then um, you have the main, like, like uh, I forget his, the, the name of the, the character or anything. Um, but, yeah, you have him on the right side with his, like, like sword. And then you have Mr. Lawrence on the left side, and they're just having a conversation. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I thought that shot was really well done, especially with, like, the themes that I mentioned. Yeah, I, I just... That was one of the things that I enjoyed, uh, albeit there were very few things I enjoyed, but that was mm-hmm. definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I will say, for all the things this movie does just terribly, of which there were many, the cinematography was pretty strong. Yeah. Uh, the uh, There were a few, I thought, really cool shots. The, the zoom in through the barbed wire into a conversation was a really mm-hmm. nice one. Yep. Um, there were some really nice kind of sweeping panning shots like just of Japan and of the camp uh, that were really good. Um, and then the I think my personal favorite shot of the movie was the younger brother getting like beat yeah. up or like they take his clothes and put him in the water and make him sing all that. That mm-hmm. going on, it's like the very wide shot. That's going on the left third of the frame. There's a brick wall in the right third, and then in that stairwell is uh, David Bowie kind of just leaning against the wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, beautiful shot. Mm-hmm. Um, so much going on in it. Uh, really, really nice. Just very well done. Um, and also just very, like, had a very 80s feel to it of, like, just, like, kind of the brick wall, the kind of grainy film, David Bowie leaning against it, you know, the classic, mm-hmm. like, one leg straight, the other leg kind of bent uh, yep. to uh, yeah. lean against yeah. the wall. Yeah. Like a very, very, I feel like seminal 80s pose. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I I mean, there was some, there was still some weird, like there was one, like 360 pan they did, which would have been fine, but they did it at like 2x speed. I don't know if you guys saw that one. <laughs> it was super random. They and definitely I, I saw sped up like, a lot of footage in this. You could tell. Yeah, I was like, down. why would you, like the shots have been, for the most part, pretty good. I was like, why? It's weird that like that one would come up because I felt like it was to me the clear strength 
of the movie was the cinematography. Yeah. Uh, and I'm aware of, Gio, of what you've said about the score. And reminded, what I said in the beginning was, as a musical piece, the score is very good. But score, judging a score, is not just how the music sounds. It's placement and it's how it enhances yeah. the film. Mm-hmm. The score, because of how it was placed, it took away from the film. Like in almost all key scenes, you, can, you can't even hear dialogue because it's just thumping. And those are not... It's not like Oppenheimer, high intensity. You're blurring the score over its scenes. These are just like regular emotional, slow-paced conversations, slower dialogue that you just can't hear because you're just blasting it. I mean, it'd be like, literally, it's like if you were, like, watching Good Will Hunting and in the scene with Robin Williams and Matt Damon where they're, like, having a therapy session, you were just, like, blaring drums. It, mm. it, it, it's that baffling to me, the placement. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I, I think I just want to call out, because I know I've been really harsh on the film, but the, the way it was shot, for the most part, was, I thought, very well done. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, and, and, and also just agree to disagree. I, I thought it was like, I thought it was pretty well placed. I, I don't know. I appreciated how like the sound levels of it. I could still hear everything. Like I don't know. It never bothered me. I guess like in again, I, I I don't know. Like when I when I did first watch it, I thought it didn't uh, it didn't fit as well. But also, I had heard the score like before yeah. ever watching the film, so it like I guess like it affected. Uh, I don't know. Like my connection with that score just uh, uh in general but i'd be really i'd be really curious actually because because geo watched it on criterion like the criterion uh-huh. channel and spencer uh-huh. and i both watched it on amazon so i'm wondering if the mixing was a product of us watching it on amazon versus criterion because uh, i know criterion mm-hmm. makes a really big effort to get the best like quality um like like versions of the movie um Mm. especially like with modern day a lot of the translations to digital and like you know are Mm. not great so i'm wondering if maybe they had a more quality transition to digital from from analog i'm wondering if maybe that's the case too um but you know I, i it's happened a few times actually like where i'll i'll have rented a movie on either like youtube or amazon itunes whatever it is and the audio mix is just fucking dog shit. Like it's it's Batman, fucking, right? Didn't that happen with Batman? Yes, yes. That's it happened like, in like, uh, Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah, where I and then I I played it on like on my Blu-ray disc of it, and it sounded fine. Like it was it was perfectly fine. The audio mixing was great. It sounded totally fine. And then I went back to the um, like the HBO Max version of it, and it was fucking terrible. <laughs> like what? I don't understand how you can mess that up. But shit. I mean, fuck. I mean, it's a possibility. I don't know. I don't know as much about that. Like that was, I, I guess, with the with Batman, that was like the first time I even um, knew that it was like a problem. I guess yeah. like that was like a thing, like across different platforms. Like they just. It's definitely come up a few times, at least for me. I'm not willing to give him that out. Uh, so. <laughs> that, that's fair. I mean, I, I'm just, I'm bringing it up as a point. I think it's still a problem, but. Yeah, because even even if it's like mixing to where it kind of goes louder than the dialogue, it's still a very fast-paced, high-BPM score in a slow conversation, in a yeah. slow scene. Just not, no. That's fair. Um, this is, this movie is part of the Criterion Collection. Bummer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, when Gio said that, I was like, that's disappointing. That, I don't, that, make, that made me a little upset that they would, uh... Do you own this one, Gio? 
do I own it? No. I mean, it's on Criterion Channel. I have yeah, like yeah, obviously yeah. plans, so I don't need to, okay. I guess, rent it. But it, but it's like it's it's kind of like um, there's certain films that don't leave like the Criterion Channel for sure, and yeah, that's yeah. one of them. They, okay. they, there's yeah, there's like a big, I guess, like foundational um, yeah, just uh, foundational chunk of their collection that doesn't leave. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. That, and that's one of them. Yeah. But uh, but yeah yeah, I don't know. I mean, again, I think I don't know. Maybe with time, experience. And all the uh, and all the above, like just give it a cut. One or two more viewings. I don't know. I think you can. I think you can tease out the. Uh, I don't know. Just like the perspective. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. But like the the connection with it. Uh. Yeah. But no, that's fair. I mean, it, it, it's possible. I don't. I don't know if I'd go back to it. I don't think I would. <laughs> I'm definitely not adding <laughs> it to like the Christmas, you know, roster. Mm-hmm. Um. But I mean, I, I wouldn't be opposed to to viewing it again. I mean, I, maybe if we saw like a thirty five millimeter print of it, I'd be down. But mm-hmm. you know, I don't yeah, know if I'll yeah, be back to it on the on the Amazon Prime rental store. I don't know. I mean, again, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I, I really enjoyed it. I really love this movie. This, I think it's like, I think it's pretty beautiful. I think it's again, it just shows a lot of compassion and there's just a lot of beautiful elements about it. But. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I really don't know. You guys, are, you guys are kind of in the minority in terms of like how this movie is viewed. Really? I guess it was. You know. You know when it did drop, like it was kind of like um, I guess hated. Like it, it wasn't liked when it dropped uh, in like '83 or whatever uh, year it was, and it was like it, it generally like, like critics cross board blah, blah blah. But then over time, like it, it kind of developed a following or whatever. I I, I can't. Yeah, it kind of seems like that, that kind of movie, you know. But, but yeah, I don't know. At least now, generally regarded like as a uh, as an excellent film, just like generally like, across the board. But again, that's uh, that's anyone's like personal view. But it's uh, interesting to me because I, I really have. I mean, I guess I've never met anyone that uh, that has seen the movie. But <laughs> I guess sure. just like Fair, just yeah. from just, just from like reading like you know what pe- other people think about the movie, not uh, not even necessarily seeking out like you know favorable opinions like. Just hearing like, oh, that someone like actually didn't enjoy the movie. That's that's pretty, uh, that's pretty interesting to me. Like, uh, I wasn't expecting. That. So Aaron and I's general distaste for this film would is that surprising to you? Were you expecting us to come in? Yeah, it's it? very surprising. I, if anything, I thought it was more of a uh, Aaron film. Uh, maybe because he's fucking depressed lunatic, but. <laughs> You know, he's the one that's always, that's always bringing up, uh, you know, Synecdoche, New York. Oh, uh, dude. Maybe probably another depressed, depressed movie that he's brought up. Eternal Sunshine. Melancholia. He was the one that fucking. Melancholia, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. that, Speaking that, of which, take, I, watched, I watched, Antichrist. watched Antichrist. Did you, how did you like it? I didn't uh, it like was, that one. It was, it was, uh, it was okay. I, think, I liked it better than Melancholia. That's right. Maybe it's a conversation for Off the Pot or a different, or another episode. Or another episode. Uh, Ooh, a tea, actually. <laughs> probably way down the line on that. Yeah, it's probably. <laughs> well, to be fair, this, no. will, this will come out like what Christmas time? So, yeah, like you know. But yeah, yeah. yeah. nice no. uplifting we're, Christmas we're, film for our audience. Recording this on, uh, yeah. on almost on Halloween, so fucking. Hey, 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 hey. little insider inside baseball. But yeah, I mean, I thought this was right up. Was. I thought this was right up Aaron's alley. Like this depressed, you know, David Bowie. 80s. Did have David Bowie in it? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was I was very surprised both. Of you. I guess Spence. I, I I didn't know as much, but I mean, I I definitely didn't think that both of you guys were gonna like hate it. That's fair. I I mean, I I don't think I nearly hated it as much as Spencer. 
I think there's a lot of technical aspects that are are wrong with it uh, that are problems for me. I, I mean, I, I did enjoy all, like a few of the scenes. Like I said, I did enjoy all the flashback scenes. I know Spencer said he didn't like them very much. I really, I sent you guys another picture of that. The, this is kind of like my secondary uh, slap mm-hmm. shot image was the one that yeah, Spencer was talking about. Yeah, I, I, I love that shot. I think you, I think you Archie. both each talked about the, the shot from like both of my, my picks, which is pretty funny. Uh-huh. Um, yes. But yeah, uh, I know. I think there was a lot of redeeming qualities with it. Um, I, I liked the, like the thematic purpose of a lot of the, and Spencer mentioned the cinematography, cinematography was really good you know it's that's one way to like get extra brownie points from me in a movie <laughs> um i mean i am talking pretty negative on it but i i mean i enjoyed it i didn't i didn't like hate that i watched it you know it wasn't there there's a lot of movies where i get to the end of it and i'm like that was a fucking waste of, that was a piece of shit waste of time and i fucking mm. hate that i watched that this was mm. not one of them i i appreciate that i've seen this and even though i won't probably go back uh i i enjoy it i i think it was i think it was a good Mm -hmm. experience i think we've all kind of just uh without cue just given our closing thoughts on the film we did we kind of did huh we we just did our wrap up but i do want to hear scores out of 10 Mm. we can we can get a little more i have a few more things for like my closing statement okay yeah everyone some more all right. Well, then we'll, we'll do our uh, official closing statement. Yeah, fit. That was the that was the preliminary closing statements. Yeah, the, the prologue. Prologue. Yeah, that was yeah, that, right. Yeah, 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 close enough. I haven't read a book in a while. Sorry. All right. <laughs> read a book, Spence. Jesus. Aaron, that was your cue to keep talking. Ah, well, you just said something. <laughs> um, anyway, I just said get to your clo- <laughs> okay. Um, some specifics, um, just to remind everyone, uh, I really didn't like the editing at all in this movie. I think it bogged down a lot of the great things about it. Um, the scene specifically with the two main characters where they're back to back on the wall and they're kind of like expressing their regrets, uh, with, about their lives to each other because they both think they're about to die. Uh, I thought that scene was really good, and uh, especially with the context of, like, Gio mentioning, like, about the themes of, like, compassion and stuff like that. I I, ended, I, I think that that scene was really good. Um, I, I think the audio mixing was fucking terrible. Um, the fade to blacks were crazy. Um, yeah, but, but I mean, uh, aside from the technical aspects, I think that the director really, like, swung for the fences, and Gio always talks about how he likes a big swing, you know? I think this movie is definitely a huge swing, and I, 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 while it was a, a technical failure, I think it was it was still worthwhile. I think it was it was like a home run. It was just just outside the foul line. You know what I mean? Like you you, you tighten up some of those technical aspects. I think this could be a great movie. I, I really do. I really think it could have been great. But there are a lot of problems with it. Anyway. Spencer, yeah, this guy drinking water, mm-hmm. staying <laughs> hydrated. Yeah, horrible editing. Uh, talked about that. Talked about how I feel about the placement of the score. Talked about how I feel about the performances outside of a select few. Uh, some other specific issues like the execution of the bullying scenes, the execution of David Bowie, and 
the child he's supposed to be playing both being in the flashbacks terrible um the fake fights or the beating scenes again this kind of touches on the sound effects i mean touches on adr and editing but the sound effect play the foley work was just so bad and this is the area where it was like you're relying solely on foley work um it was misplaced it was mistimed uh just again more examples of like these are the basics of filmmaking specifically the basics of the filmmaking during that era and just missed um so there were a lot of things i didn't like about this movie cinematography i did enjoy um i think scenery was very good the like placement of the sets and the location scouting was was solid but so many more cons than pros um and i i do not see myself ever returning back to this film uh i surely would recommend not watching it if anybody were to bring it up uh, i would say there are better war films there are better christmas films there are better 80s films don't waste your time on this one uh so i don't yeah we'll just say wasn't for me uh to put it kindly um pains me to say geo i'm sorry i want to love the things you love but i can't i can't i can't get there on this one uh yeah to me i mean oh we didn't even talk about when david bowie in his like towards the very end before he's put to like the execution how he just kisses you and then the fps just goes crazy like <laughs> what and what happened did he did the annoy die like he, he faints and falls back and then it's like shaky and yeah uh another lousy lousy scene three out of ten it's a three out of ten movie three out of ten that's crazy okay uh, yeah, i didn't no, get my I... rating also uh of i think it's a five or a 5.5 i think i think it's a five i think it's a five interesting yeah no i mean again i appreciate you guys' opinions like do not do not get me wrong like i i everyone's opinion is subjective across the board critics anyone like it's, it's just subjective it's just how you uh take a film um or whatever like you know citizen kane is universally regarded as like the best film i don't think any of us is putting it in their uh, you know top god no. fucking 50 or something i don't know you know like it's it, it, hard to connect whatever anyways uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, like, just mentioning uh, real quick, uh, one of the things that you brought up about, like, the, the Hanoi kiss, I think uh, that uh, that touches on one of the themes, one of the main themes, undertones, really, that uh, that we didn't touch on uh, about this film is that, that I guess, that, that queer undertone, that, that LGBTQ plus, I guess, um, story aspect, uh, I don't know, through line, if that's maybe the word. Starting with uh, Yanoi or Iwara, sorry, in the courtroom with that slow pull in as he falls victim to uh, what is a popular folly of falling in love with David Bowie at first sight. Uh, we've all been there, you know. And <laughs> that was a general undertone. Along with the, um, the cultural clash, which was the, I guess, overtone, the undertone was that, uh, that queer aspect of it which I think might have gotten missed by you, Spencer. I don't want to put anything in your mouth. But I think it might have gone over... Like, might, might have just got, gotten missed in the viewing. But that is one of, like, the main aspects. That's why... That's a little bit why it's uh, it's been remembered is because it's one of the first ones that touches on that. And I guess Iwara, his feelings about Bowie, Bowie's character, Jack Sellers, right? And then he, him being conflicted 
blah 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 like him kind of like trying to deal with it and then like i don't know uh all that stuff and then his guards or whatever his like his um, personnel they see it that's kind of like why they lash out a little bit uh but anyways that's kind of like more subtle things and then that's why jack david's david bowie's character that's why he goes out there because he knows that uh that like awara feels uh, i guess that way or like he understands that maybe not like early in the film but like i guess at least up uh, uh, to that point he does understand that so he goes up and he and he just crosses that line even though he knows he's it's gonna mean death or whatever but anyways i uh i thought that aspect of it uh though i don't feel qualified talking about it it's really <laughs> beautiful to me i think it's really uh excellent and that again that's one of the main reasons why it's been so remembered uh again none of the acting actors performances bothered me at all i thought david bowie was the the shining star of this um what else the score of course i love uh devastating one of the best film scores all time uh not just i guess like um in critics minds but like for me especially i love that that main theme and um yeah i think uh you guys already touched on the cinematography don't need to talk about that um yeah, I don't know. I really love this movie. I really enjoy it. I think it's beautiful. Damn near makes me cry every time. Like, almost. Uh, not quite. But I love this. This is... I don't know. I find a lot to connect with. Not directly, but it's just... I don't know. I thought... I really like it. I really enjoyed it. But, yeah. This is... This would be like a... This would be a... This would be a 10 out of 10 for me. I'd say. This is one of those. Beautiful. But, uh, yeah. I mean, that's personal opinion. You know? <laughs> Talk to my lawyer. Talk right. to his lawyer. Yeah. Uh, talk to my people, okay? But yeah, yeah. I, I love it. I love it. Well, I mean, at the very least, very good, healthy discussion on this film. Probably one of our more contentious ones. Gee, I, I became unleashed. I'll, when I'm back in town, I'll give you a hug. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, they haven't seen our Cat in the Hat discussions. Right? Oh, that's going to be brutal. We're all going to need a hug after that one. Yeah, in person too. That's gonna be. Oh, I'm gonna. I don't know how the mic situation is gonna work because I'm gonna get very, very. Uh, <laughs> we're very we're all gonna be standing and yelling. I'm, at gonna, be I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be like. I'm gonna have to cut that so boom. much for like the mixing purposes. <laughs> oh my god. We're gonna need a boom. Like, we're Honestly, a, that might be the solution. I'm gonna be honest. That might be the play. Uh, just to. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I need a dead yeah. cat. I need to buy a dead cat. <laughs> alright um, <laughs> well thank you for listening everybody we hope you enjoyed it till the next time I'm Spencer I'm Aaron I'm Gio and this has been the 35mm Konasi podcast giving a special shout out to the Geneva Convention brought Ooh. up like four times in this film just casually oh man haven't and heard that term it. in a while well <laughs> At least I know. <laughs>